Sticky, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder, is your finger broken? Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hello, my family. Welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother. I am your host, Nikki Levy. And I'm Abby Posner. I'm so happy to be here. All right, Abby, this is this is new. This is your you're like a, a virgin on the podcast. I am not a, a virgin in real life. To- Can you- not a virgin in real life. Absolutely not. But I am an absolute virgin on the podcast. And I'm just honored to be here. Oh, uh, OK. Tell everyone who you are, because you've been a huge part of the show since like almost since we started the show. So it seems ridiculous that it's been this long for you to be on the podcast. But please tell people who you are. So I am the band person unicorn what do you want to call me the band unicorn i <laughs> i'm the I, uh, band yeah. leader <laughs> unicorn <laughs> i kind of like unicorn i will dub myself the band mm-hmm. unicorn um and i i play with an amazing house band sometimes different musicians every time nikki and i've been friends for a while we met through the show forever uh, because I was yeah. I was kind of like trying it out to see if you liked what we did. And then we became instant friends. And I've been pretty much doing it consistently ever since. It's one of our favorite shows to play. And I'm not just saying that. Yeah, so Abby and her incredible band are the house band. So whenever we do live shows in L.A., Abby is a huge part of it. But we also have a deeper connection. Like we're both Jewish lesbians. Jewish lesbians. Jewish, I feel like you're Jewish. I feel like we need to change the rules. Like the rules were made by old Orthodox men way back in the day. My dad has a real beef to pick with those old Orthodox men because I think things have changed so much that it's like, yeah, I think if we want to be fully Jewish, we can be fully Jewish. Like it's okay. Because be, be, because the old rules is if your the mother mom, is Jewish, the mom has to Jewish. Be. If your father. Right. And your mom is not Jewish. My mom is not Jewish. No, she but they're but my parents are both hippies. So I guess I'm a half. I'm a jippy. That that's doesn't sound right. (laughs) Doesn't sound right. But but what about what about what have you also heard of Jubu? You're a Jubu. Jubu. That's a Buddhist Jew. Yep. 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 That makes that resonates for sure. Yeah. My mom was brought up Lutheran. My dad was brought up Jewish. Um, and then they got married. <gasps> so you're a Lubu. I'm a Lubu, a Lubu. which also sounds a little bit um, kinky. You can buy that at, at the, the closest kink store, Lubu. <laughs> <laughs> and Abby's coming on to co-host this season. So she's not just a, she's not just going to be a one night stand. I mean, but I the, hope it sticks. And the thing is going to stick. But the, the thing that's interesting, Abby, and then, well, then we have to get to our show. But the thing that's interesting about you, I think, is that... I started Don't Tell My Mother because I have a very complicated relationship to my mother, and you know my mother well. But you actually yes. have a more complicated relationship with your dad. Yes, yes. Dad, if you're listening, hello. Yes, he knows we have a complicated relationship, but we also love each other so, so, so much. I think the reason that we have a complicated relationship is because we're we're very similar in a lot of ways. And he's, he's yep. a lot more like a Jewish yep. grandmother than any Jewish grandmother. He is very, he is a Jewish mother. I mean, he really gives Jewish mother vibes. Um, yeah. He worries. He worries like a Jewish mother. He, the lines he, up here, like a Jewish mother. This is where I get yeah. right here is if, if on the podcast, I'm wrinkling my forehead right now. That's, I got that from yeah. my dad. Yeah. So yeah, that's Jewish mother lines. <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah, it is. 
It's yeah. the it's that's what the maternal line really means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So this season is going to be really special um, because not entirely, but a lot of the season is going to be, you know, us actually beaming to you stories from our live show in Los Angeles. Like a lot of folks listen to the podcast um, are not from L.A. They're from all over the place. We have a surprisingly large Texas contingent. I oh, I, a lot of queers in Texas, I guess. Hmm. And speaking of live shows, we have a fabulous live show coming up on Sunday, February 12th in L.A. at Dynasty Typewriter. Yes, Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, but this show is at one o'clock and you will get home in plenty of time to watch kickoff and Rihanna and, you know, all the shit that some of the people do. This show is amazing. It has Ilia Isorelis Paulino. She's from the Sex Lives of College Girls. Such a great show. We have Oscar Montoya from Minx. Ivy Lee from Fogo, Fear of Going Outside on Spotify. Um, Dylan Adler. It's a whole vibe. We cannot wait. It's going to be like the gayest Super Bowl Sunday ever. We'd love to see you Sunday, February 12th at Dynasty. All the info for tickets is at DontTellMyMother.com. Today's guest is one of my absolute favorites. Um, he's he's just wonderful. He's the co-host of one of the most popular reality show podcasts around. If you're a podcaster, you absolutely you, you should know it. If you don't know it, it's called Reality Gaze, and he is he co-hosts with this other great guy named Jake Anthony, and they're both reality whores, and they recap reality shows like Ninety Day Fiance, Love Is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, and other shows where people are just hot messes. I'm not a huge reality fan, but I will say I feel like a hot mess most of the time. So I am I actually <laughs> a big reality fan and a hot mess. So I'm like, I'm a double threat. You're a reality fan? Yeah, but know that. well, it's kind of, I'm kind of closeted about it, but I guess now I'm coming out. I'm like, The Bachelor is my favorite show. What? Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Abby, I've known you 11 years. <laughs> the ba- You watch The Bachelor? Yeah, but I mean, when we go out to dinner and talk, I'm not going to like gab about The Bachelor. That's not going to be the, you know, because it's, it's, yeah, it's been something I've been watching for way too long to admit. And it is truly my favorite show. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, I <laughs> honestly had, I, I know legitimately. I'm serious. I feel like there are not a lot of like, lesbians that's not their tar this is very surprising okay so matt is telling a story about a time he stole something and it went really badly and afterwards i want to ask you about a time you stole something did you ever steal something don't tell me what it is but did you okay i'm gonna think on that recorded live at dynasty typewriter in hollywood here is matt marr just don't just don't y'all are attractive Oh my, I think I might get pregnant tonight. Wow. I keep trying, I just get gonorrhea over and over and over. The men tell me they give me their kids. Anyway, how are y'all? Welcome to Dynasty Typewriter, everybody. I shouldn't do this, I remember my first, like years ago, don't put your hand on the fucking mic cord. Anyway, y'all, I am so, the last time I was here was the very first podcast, live show we did for my own podcast. And I was nervous and I had to do all this shit. And this time, I'm just drinking champagne in the green room coming out to talk to y'all. So I'm, I'm happy for it. Now, is there anyone in this audience at all that's straight? Yeah. You're going to suck a dick tonight and you're going to love some pussy later. It's just going to catch. Like, you're going to get it. And if you haven't already, why not? I'm just saying. Life's too short. Anyway. Okay, so... 
We're telling a story that I would never tell my mother, but for me to tell you the story, I think you should get a little backstory. So I'm originally from Southern Oklahoma. It's, oh yeah, you don't use it for that. <laughs> one person was like, woo, oh wait, I can't. I'm in LA, yeah. We don't woo for that sugar, no. We move from that. Um, so, but Southern Oklahoma, went to school in North Texas, all that, before I moved out here. And, um, but as a child, I mean, I wore this shirt on purpose because, I mean, at two years of age, there was a picture of me in red galoshes in a diaper and a jump rope, and I would lasso you and say, you had to tell the twos. <laughs> so, like, I was super gay, like super duper gay. Luckily, my family and everything are great, very supportive, we get along. So, it's, I have a very different story than a lot of people have in Oklahoma, but I'm telling you this because I was a very imaginative kid because... You know, I had to be because we're in this town, Lone Grove, literally uh, some guy prospector back in the day saw like three trees and went, that's Lone Grove. And that's all that was fucking there. <laughs> so it's a town of like 5,000 people. You can go to the, we've got a Sonic, but if you want to go to Walmart or to Taco Bueno, you got to drive 10 miles away to the big town of Ardmore. So I'm telling you, that's, if, it, if you know what those things are, then I'm sorry <laughs> if you know what Taco Bueno is. But anyway, so I was very magic kid. I had older brothers, me, as my mom and my dad. But I used to do like a lot of times. I would I would watch you know my television shows that I loved as a kid, like oh like Today's Special or I'm dating myself. Nobody knows what that show is. Oh yeah, I remember it's a show where a man, a gay mannequin, comes to life and they decorate visuals all night at a store in New York City. It's very gay, but I loved it. But there was a lot. Of, they do a lot of dancing on that show, and I always wanted to be a dancer. And we, I never could, I, I ended up, this is another, see, I told Nikki, I said, I want to tell one story, and then Gay DD is going to kick in, <laughs> and then I'm going to just start, I have it, and then, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, pretty eyeshadow, dick, I get distracted, <laughs> I get very distracted, so, but, so, what I love, though, is they tap dance, and so, I mean, I, I actually, later on, in sixth grade, I had to sneak into a tap dance in the back door in an alley, because I didn't want anybody to see me in the middle of Long Grove, Oklahoma, so that's the kind of town I grew up in, so, behind our house in Chaparral Acres, uh, I remember, we had this brick home, and behind the house, there would be, like, my dad, he was a construction plumbing contractor, so there was always, like, a tractor and stuff around, we had these tiles, and I would steal the tiles and I'd put them in my closet. And then when no one was home, if I was left, this is when I was older, but like eight or whatever, if people were doing their stuff on the other side of the house, I'd lay the tiles down and I'd tap dance. <laughs> and my face, oh, y'all should have seen me doing Madonna's uh, hanky panky. I was just slapping my ass, just. <laughs> anyway, my favorite. My favorite thing to do when my mama wasn't home, because a lot of times, I don't know if people do this, but we were in the country, so I would, my brother was like 10 or 11, I was like 8, 7, my parents would just, they go leave, they just do shit, and my, we were fine, and so my brother was off, I don't know, chasing girls or whatever, and so, um, but I, so I would tap into things like that, I loved, I would go in my mother's closet, she had this walk-in, I'll never forget, it was this bathroom, and I don't know why, but she had carpet all in her bathroom. People don't do that now. I know. We had kitchen carpet, too. Isn't that weird? I know. Well, don't judge us. It was 1979 when they built this house. Wow. This is a very, like, this is the fucking home and garden network in here. You're like, oh, my God. Jesus. So, anyway, 
Um, so I would lay, so anyway, I would pill, I was kind of a pilfering kid. I would take little things just to make my little gay experience. And so, but I'd walk in my mom's bathroom and I walked through the carpet and then she had this big walk-in closet and all in the closet was on the bottom was my favorite thing ever, her high heels. Loved them. Well, A, because they made me feel elegant, but B, because they sounded so good on the tiles that I stole and I would tap dance in high heels. Because I also used to watch old musicals and stuff like that, too. So, like, you know, Debbie Reynolds and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm seeing them or anything. So, that was kind of like what is like. So, when my mama tells me, she's like, Matthew, I'm going to go to TGNY. Again, I don't think that's around anymore. But it was like a, just a store in town, like, ten minutes away. And I was like, yes, I get to tap dance. So, my mom said, baby, I'm going to go. And she starts up the car. She walked and. <laughs> I remember, because she had this, the, this station wagon. It was a Bonneville station wagon. My dad hadn't got her a new one yet. And so when she would drive in and out of the driveway, we'd hear, because it had this belt thing going on. And so anyway, she drives away. I hear the garage door close, because that was my cue. And I was like, okay, I'm safe. Because we were in a mother-in-law style house. So my dad and mama's, my daddy and my mama's bedroom was on one side of the house. And on the other side was my brother and I's. And so... I go in my mom's room, and so I look. I'm like, what shoes am I going to wear today? Because she's shopping. I'm ready. And so I go, and I look, and then there are my favorite shoes ever. I remember I went with my mother to Dillard's at Quail Springs Mall in Oklahoma City to get these with her. Y'all been to Dillard's. Y'all know. Some of you know. It's just a department store. It was like gay Disneyland for me. I love And my favorite section of the Dillard's was the Liz Claiborne section. Oh, my God, I love Liz Claiborne. Uh, it was just so like Alexis from Dynasty or like the way the women looked in Dallas. It was so chic. And so, and I remember my mom's favorite shoes. Remember those like, it wasn't a gray, it wasn't a tan. It was like a pinky mauve. Anybody who's over 40 years, I'm 43. So anybody who's over 40 right now, you right, y'all with me, right? You know that kind of color? It's like a skin tone or weird skin tone, like someone who's dead. I don't understand it. <laughs> but anyway, so my mama, so I remember she she got those shoes. And so I was very excited. And she, those were her like her prized Liz Claiborne, her most expensive like shoes. And even I had never touched them before. But I was feeling brazen today. So, and I knew, and my brother was gone. So I was in the house by myself. I was like, this, I'm going to shit glitter. Let's go. And so I grabbed those shoes and I don't even remember now what I was, what song I was playing. It was probably like Paula Abdul or Debbie Gibson. I was really into Kylie Minogue locomotion at the time. And so I've got these shoes on and I'm just tapping away, having a ball. And I turned up the music and I'm just like in my own little world, like, I mean, it looked like something from an MGM musical. But I turned up the music too loud. And I didn't hear the garage door open. And suddenly, I'm dancing. I go, what's that noise? And I hear, and I go, oh, shit, the bed, my mama's home. But, they're on the, but the garage is by their bedroom. It's not on our side of the house. And I'm in my bedroom. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Because my mom is going to open the door, and there I'm going to be running in her high heels. I could run in those bitches. I was good. <laughs> so I kind of had this moment, and I'm like, now or never, what am I going to do? And I just decided, I took the shoes, and I ran out our back door, which was on the other side of the house, and I ran past Debbie Jackson's house, past the Farrells, past the Jones all the way into this field, and I just threw these Liz Claiborne shoes into the field. 
barefoot as the day I was born and just as gay, y'all. So I threw them into the field. And I was like, I'm going to go back and get it. I don't know why I didn't like hide them so I could use them for later. I was just like, gay panic. You know, you're just like, ah, 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 ah. so throw the shows in the field. And so I'm like, but I'll go back later and get them because I knew that feel well because my Bubba and I, we'd go fishing crawdads and stuff like that. So I knew where everything was. So I run back in the house, and sure enough, my mom is in the kitchen. She's like, well, hey, baby, what are you doing? You look, you've been playing outside. You look flushed. I was like, yeah, I was playing cops and robbers with Sean or something like that. She's like, oh, good. Never said a word to her. I still have not said a word to this day. But I will tell you, four months later, when my mama was looking for those shoes to wear to Easter Mass, oh, my God. My parents got into such a fucking fight because my dad was like, Bonnie, who cares about the fucking shoes? Nobody gives it. What'd you buy the goddamn expensive shoes for anyway? And then they're fighting. And I think that's the reason why my parents got divorced. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> Southern stories inside, y'all. That's the way they go. I did tell you it was going to be a happy, but that's my story. So and I'm never telling my mother that. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. Thank you, Nikki. What did you do? What did you lie about to your mom or your dad? Oh, I have. Yeah. So I actually, when I was 16, I stole weed from my dad. Um, I don't know how or why I knew where his stash was, but I was actually like kind of the bad kid. Um, I hung out with this really, you met her, my friend Ren, who's like just such a kind, loving, <laughs> good. Yeah, she's so lovely. She's like a good person. I feel like I, <laughs> I was a bad, I was a bad influence on Ren. And so I found this stash of weed um, and I, I basically, I wouldn't say forced, that's a strong word, but I <laughs> su strongly suggested to Ren that we go and drive to the top of a mountain and get high off my dad's weed. We didn't have rolling paper. I didn't even know what that was. So I got computer paper. You were 16? I was, yeah, what? 16. No! I got computer that's, paper that's and toxic. I rolled the fattest, like, caterpillar sized blunts and we smoke both of them and got extremely high abby <laughs> you know that we've never smoked we've never first of all that computer paper is toxic shit yeah so like the one that has like what, the sheen on it who knows what happened to me because of that like i'm sure i have a lot Stop of issues it. now but but I felt very guilty about the whole thing. And I always told my parents everything. So I, I basically at dinner, I think I broke down crying over pork chops and said, I stole your weed. <laughs> and Abby's the only Jew who eats pork chops. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> and what did he say? What did um, he say? I think he was fine. I don't really remember there being a punishment. I feel like it was because okay. I told the truth we were we were like good <laughs> but it was it you know, was that's a, how i want to be yeah totally if you're like oh great you that's came how to i want to be when i have a kid yeah at, exactly that's exactly the kind of parent i want to be too is like you tell me I, what's going on i i got you if you're going to be honest and transparent you know that's how my mother always was with me always it's great yeah it's always. great what about you? What well, was your you that your uh... I was not a thief. I was not a thief. I was not a shoplifter. I I just I don't know why. As an adult, I shoplifted a little. I I sometimes I haven't done this in a long time, but I I'm not gonna lie. Before I was married to Scarlett, who has a lot of integrity, and now I feel like I I can't do these things. I used to 
I have taken some stuff from Whole Foods. But let me just put a pin oh. in that to say the one thing, let me just say this, the one thing I stole as a kid that I have a tremendous amount of guilt for, and I still have a tremendous amount of guilt because I was in sixth grade, I stole Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret from The Lost and Found. Wait, I don't know what that is or what, uh, what? What? That is a Judy uh, Blue book. That's one Glaude of the most famous Manere. books. What is it? <laughs> are, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. You don't know this book? I, I played Abby. with boy toys. I was, it, was this a doll? No, it's a book. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I was like and playing now there's with a army movie figures coming out. In, the, in the gully. This, I was like a mountain this is kid. Cra- Wait, this is, this is crazy. This is how... This is how everyone learned about sex. I'm literally looking it up because there's a movie coming out and I want to say it's with like Rachel McAdams or something. This is a huge. Oh, my God. I've got this is the. Can you share your screen? Because maybe I didn't hear you correctly. This is this is crazy. Hold on a second. I have to show you. This is very important. Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Are you? Yeah. No, it doesn't ring a bell. You guys, if you're listening, please, please DM at don'ttellmymother.com and explain to Abby how important of a book Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, was in your life. Because, Abby, maybe it is an age difference, but this book was revolutionary. It taught you about periods and, like, sex and, like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe I would be a better person because of it. Maybe that's why I'm single. Stop it. You know, you read, you read, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, at a coffee shop. You're going to attract a lot of cuties. Lots. Really? Yeah, it's a great book. And now a movie's coming out. Yes. Okay. Well, don't be like I'm learning about periods for the first time, but just be like, yeah, I'm, you know, I want to, I want to like, you know, read like a nostalgic book about, you know, puberty and, oh my God. Okay. We got to wrap this up, but um, <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed Matt Marr. Um, we have new episodes every Tuesday. Subscribe to Don't Tell My Mother wherever you get your podcasts. And then follow us at Don't Tell My Mother on Instagram. Follow Abby at... You can follow me at Abby Posner Music. Good. All and over. follow me at Nikki Levy. N-I-K-K-I-L-E-V-Y and Abby Posner Music. Follow us. Hit us up. Make sure you subscribe. We have some really fun episodes coming up. Abby and I are going to talk about shit that we only talk about um, when we're drinking in Venice because we that's where we go and hang out. Mm-hmm. Okay, Abby, you ready for the tagline? Remember, if it's not one, one thing, thing, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. <laughs>